0: Don't make Kapahaka kids like they used to. Kapahaka kids of the 70s were tough. But here's a true story, and most Kapahaka kids were told this
1: Hey, kids, go outside and play on the road.
0: The funny thing is, that's not where the real danger was. Yes, there were the nannies that lived near the marae and drove like Formula One racers with blindfolds. But there's nothing that a well timed forward roll couldn't fix. No, the real danger are the things that can't be seen. Ngatsi Fa no Kappa have the regionals coming up in a month's time, and all the kids are playing outside on the Marae. It's nighttime, and the parents are all inside practicing. Kids are copycats and will do what they see. They emulate the things they've seen their pakeke do on the marae. One of the girls, Roara, a nine-year-old, does a karanga out on the marae. Karanga are the responsibility of our kuia and are a direct line of communication not only to the living but to the dead, and as such, need to be treated with caution. Karanga are the key to the other side and the doorway to the other side is like a musical lock. Hit the right tones with an equal amount of vibrato, click, the door swings wide open and things escape. Rowara is standing on the marae, going for it with her karanga. She is unaware that what she's doing is wrong in any way. She goes for it with hand actions and everything. Rowara's karanga strikes an eerie tone, and even the other kids freeze when they hear it. One of the babies starts to cry, which is never a good sign. Kaumātua Arongo, who everyone calls Koro, has just arrived at the Marae and sees Rowara His heart skips a beat and he leaps out of the car and heads straight over to where Rowara and the other children are playing. He waves his tokotoko dangerously at the kids.
1: Ai, kare!
0: The children all know that when one of them is about to get a kick in the pants, that it tends to start off a chain reaction. The kids all disappear to the four winds. Roware's father is a real Maru. He's a gun kaihaka, but it's kūare when it comes to tikanga. Hey,
1: what's going on outside?
0: One of the other men in the group, Tiare, Is having a nosy. Oh, oh, it's uncle. He's yelling at the kids.
1: He really gets upset. Must be something serious. Oh, whatever they did, I've no doubt they probably deserved it.
0: Tiare has a closer look. Yeah, you better go see what's happening. Koro's yelling at Rowara. Tohe runs outside.
1: There, Koro, what's the problem? No, they're naked. E speak English please, ha? Huh? You come to kabaka and you can't even speak Māori.
0: Heni is tohes wahine and can speak Māori. She's come out to sort things out.
1: E
2: koro, ha mate.
0: Naute nei.
2: Ai, hea hai. E karangai e
0: I karangai a kirungai te marai. Heni turns to Rauara.
2: Nē, nee, i karanga koe.
0: Rauara bursts into tears, which upsets her father.
1: <laughs> hey, what the hell did you just say?
0: Koro turns his focus to Tohe. Kids doing
1: karanga on the stage is one thing, but on the marae, not acceptable. She's just a kid. That makes it worse, not better. They're just words. No, they're not!
0: Tohe turns to his wahine. Are
1: You gonna say something?
2: Yes, I am. I'm sorry, Koro. It won't happen again.
0: No! No, it's me that's sorry. I hope you're gonna be okay.
1: What? That's it! Koro leaves. Thanks for sticking up for us. You made me look like a fool. No Tohe, you did that all by yourself. This is about what's right.
0: Tohe storms off back to practice. After practice is finished, the parents go about getting the kids ready for bed. PJs, toothbrushes, combs, all the normals. Tohe takes Rauara to the i Oh wait out
1: here, you okay? Of course, Papa.
0: I'm not a baby. Rowara goes in to brush her teeth. All the other kids have already gone back to their beds. Tohe hears the tap running and yells out,
1: Don't forget to turn the water off, okay?"
0: There's no response and Tohe can still hear the tap running.
1: Hey, Row, we've talked about wasting water.
0: There's still no response and the tap is still running. Row? Still nothing.
1: Not funny, though. Okay. I'm coming in on the count of three. I'm waiting for the lame. Boo! Here we go. One. Two. Two and a half. Two and three quarters. Three. Ready or not?
0: Tohe walks in. He turns off the running tap and looks around. Row is nowhere in sight.
1: You're definitely getting better there, Row.
0: The lights flicker and then go out.
1: Hey, 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 that's just silly, no?
0: Tohe hears a scratching sound coming from the mirror in the bathroom. He turns on his phone and raises it to the mirror. Ha! A hand shoots out from the mirror and grabs his throat. There's no face on the other side, just an old wrinkly hand with long pointy fingernails that come out of the mirror. The hand's grip tightens and the fingernails sink deep, puncturing five tiny holes in Tohe's throat. Tohe smashes with all his might, severing the hand from the mirror. He grabs the hand and throws it against the wall. It explodes into dust. He searches wildly for the switch. The lights come back on. And Ro is lying on the floor. Ro! Tohe scoops up his baby.
1: Papa, what happened? I was gonna ask you the same question. I, I don't know, Papa. I was brushing my teeth and then you were yelling at me, and then I was on the floor. Okay, well, hola. Uh, hey, not a word to Mama. You know
0: how she is. Rowara nods. Tohe and Rowara go into the Farenui. Most of the other kids are already asleep. Haney calls out to Tohe.
1: Hey, is everything okay? Yeah, of course.
0: Tohe jumps on one side of Haney. The lights of the Fare are switched off and just the outside light is left on. It's not long before the whare is filled with a symphony of snorers. Tohe feels a tap on his shoulder. He shrugs and slaps the hand away and gives a sleepy groan. He feels another tap. He slaps and shrugs again. He mumbles a few barely audible words.
1: it's been a long day.
0: Tohe, who
2: are you talking to?
0: Tohe has just realized that the tap on his shoulder is coming from the other side. There is an empty mattress between him and the next person. He turns to look. Someone is there, but it's not one of the other kayakers. The figure moves, bringing itself into the light from the outside. It looks like a corpse that has been left to rot. The skin has mostly left the face. There's one eye left, the hair is long. It grabs his shoulder and yanks him towards its face. He can't seem to break the corpse's grip. He looks up at the photos just above him. Hands and heads stretch out from the photos and reach out, grabbing Toei. He opens his mouth to scream, but nothing comes out. The Popo come to life, breaking away from the walls and closing in on Toei. The power shells begin to glow. The Popo stretch their arms, pulling the weapons from their chests. The corpse figures that have escaped the photos grasp Toei's body like a vice. He struggles, but it's in vain. One of the corpses begins to strangle him. The Popo lift their weapons and strike. Tohe screams,
2: uh, Tohe! Tohe!
0: It's Heni. The lights of the Fare are turned on. Most of the Kaihaka are sitting up having a look around. One of the Kaihaka asks, Oh,
1: good Yeah, yeah. Go back to sleep.
0: Tohe gets up and heads off to the Farekai, followed by Heeney who has picked up rowara in her blanket. When they get there, they put rowara on the couch next to the fire. Tohe tells Heni everything that's happened, from the incident in the Farepaku to the last minor whakaa in the Fare. They both agree that it's somehow connected to rowara and the karanga on the Morai. They both spend the night awake in the Farekoi. There are no further incidents, and in the morning, they call their auntie. She's one of the kaikaranga for the marai.
2: Morena, auntie. It's Henny. Oh, Kuru said you might be giving me a call this morning. How's it, Hmm, She's fine. It's my tani that's seeing things. Mm. Okay, I'll be there soon. Just hang on.
0: When auntie arrives, she wastes no time explaining what needs to be done. The couple, in the meantime, is packing up the marai. It's not long before it's just Heni, Tohe, Rowara, and Auntie. Tohe is going over the plan.
1: So let me get this straight. You want Rowara to do what she did last night and Karangao Namurai? Yes. And you want her to wait until it's night again? Yes. I don't want to be the party pooper, but isn't that nuts? I mean, completely bonkers? Shouldn't we be trying to close the door? No, not yet.
2: We need to know who came through first, then return them, and then bolt the
1: gate. Okay, makes sense. But do we have to wait for night time? Can't we do this during the day? No, Kehua only move in the darkness.
2: It's their realm like fish in water.
0: Night comes, and the four are outside, near the maho of the whare. Only the outside light of the fire is on. The full moon provides some light. Auntie turns to Heni.
2: You go wait in the truck until it's time. Tohe, be ready for anything.
0: Tohe gives a thumbs up. Auntie turns to Rowara.
2: Okay, Moko. Relax. Take a deep breath. Now I want you to do exactly what you did last night.
0: Rowara is scared. She gulps and repeats her karanga. It's a little shaky and not quite what she did last night.
2: There's
0: no response.
2: Kapai, you're doing good, Moko. Let's try that one more time, but this time, see if you can do exactly what you did last night.
0: A chill goes down Auntie's spine. The outside light flickers. Auntie looks around.
2: Ah now we're talking
0: a shadow rises on the maraita it begins leaping all over the place it leaps from one side of the Marae to the next and then across to the farekai being careful to stay in the shadows
1: oh uh, not to be a worrywart or anything but uh, what are we waiting for the right moment the shadow
0: then jumps onto the farenui and dissolves into the tikoteko there is a huge crack as it breaks away from the apex of the fare. It bends and then launches itself into the air, landing a few meters away from Auntie and Rowara. The Tekoteko teko is eight feet tall with a giant tayaha. It marches slowly towards Rowara. Without taking her eyes from the Tekoteko, teko, Auntie calls out to Tohe,
2: Tohe, I need you to keep the Tekoteko teko occupied.
1: Oh, it's so. Just one question, though. Um, hell, you're clever. I'm sure you'll think of something.
0: The tecoteco continues to move towards Dohe. Kohe taunts the tecoteco, hoping to distract it away.
1: Hey, tecoteco. Oh, I have to say your appearance is a little wooden. Hey, statue, bro.
0: The tecoteco turns its head and moves towards Tohe. Oh. Oh, oh. Tohe backs up. Come on, big boy. Come on. Teko, teko swings at Tohe's head. He ducks underneath. It swings at Tohe's legs and he jumps, avoiding the blow.
1: You're gonna have to do better than that.
0: The attack becomes more vigorous but Tohe is fast enough to dodge and evade the strikes. <laughs> Thank you, Wharetzu Towa. Knowing that he can't keep this up forever, he calls out to Auntie.
1: Oh, Auntie! Uh, if you're gonna do anything now, it would probably be a good time.
0: Auntie takes a deep breath.
1: The
2: tekoteko
0: tickle, tickle whips its head around and begins to move towards Auntie. Its movements are slow. Something Auntie has been counting on. The Teko Teko comes to a full stop and the shadow drops out of the Teko Teko, its powers exhausted. It crawls back towards the darkness hoping to recharge. Heaney, who's been waiting in the truck, turns the lights on high beam and the hunting spotlight on top of the truck. All the lights are flashing like crazy. The shadow tries to extinguish the lights but it's too weak to fight them. The shadow is all but paralyzed. While the shadow has been trying to escape, Auntie has continued to karanai. Final words. The shadow lunges one last time towards Auntie before being sucked into the marae. It's over. The lights stop flickering and Henny jumps out of the truck. She runs over to Rowara and gives her a big hug.
2: Mm, pai Rowara?
0: Rowara is nodding.
2: And Auntie, wow, real?
1: Yep, I'm good by the way. Fighting a giant killer teko teko, no big deal, you know? Mmm, idea. idea. You did okay too. Just, uh, just one question. How do we get this guy back up there?
2: Papa, me karanga to dahi. Dear, yeah,
1: that's not even close to funny girl.
0: <laughs> and he rolls her eyes.
1: Mm. Haramai, let's go.
0: Pakikehua, he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a Nate te māngai pāho i tautoko. Pakikehua, brought to you by te wānanga o Aotearoa with funding from te māngai pāho.